Hi everybody, welcome to episode 81, season 2 of Red Wings Rant, where tirades and impassioned pleas for your Detroit Red Wings finally have a home. Uh, today we're going to wrap up the off-season uh, homework that uh, our GM, Mr. Steve Eisman, had to get done. Uh, what could possibly go down uh, before the season starts? Uh, what can we do with uh, the rest of the cash we have left? And uh, for most of this episode, we just want to run down some of the details that we don't want anybody to miss out on for the Red Wings preseason. So a little bit of a preseason preview uh, going along with, um, of course, the prospect tournament starting as this episode goes live uh, on, on the same day. Probably not uh, the same time. This will be going live 3 a.m. Uh, no, no hockey at 3 a.m. But uh <laughs> What we want to offer you guys today is an opportunity to, uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, make sure you get your eyes on some of the details for the prospect tournament. How are you going to be able to keep up with everything going on? And uh, if you're listening to us uh, right now, we're, we're not going to skimp on any of the details where you can find all of the games and all the time. So a uh, little little redundant. Uh, we'll just apologize on YouTube as I'm going to be reading uh, from slides as if uh, I'm, I'm presenting in high school, uh, as we all used to do, but uh, just want to make sure everybody gets those details. So without further ado, let's uh, jump into what that off-season homework was for Mr. Steve Eisman. Well, the final bit of homework that Steve Eisman had to get done was inking a contract with our left winger, six foot two, 210-pound, 23-year-old Giovanni Smith, uh, coming in at 750000 per season, just a two-year contract there. Uh, almost, when you talk about risk-reward, uh, a ton of reward, and I'll, I'll talk about it in a second here, and uh, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I hope you guys will, will take exactly what I'm about to say with a grain of salt, but the risk is so incredibly low with this contract. Um, this this is something where, I don't know if you, if you want to, say oh you know what an amazing deal by by steve eiserman to just uh continuing to to lay down that this team is all about uh having flexibility team first kind of deal you, you guys can ignore all that this is something where even at a a, a very reasonable prediction uh i was at 850 and that was taking some information from evolving hockey so um the 750 isn't too much further. So really, really what we're talking about here is just getting this guy for two years, I think is the important part because there, there was uh, some considerable production upside from Giovanni considering the amount of ice time that he got. And uh, what I want to bring up here for you guys and take a peek here, if you're on uh, YouTube was his points per 60. Now for all Red Wing skaters in the 2021 season, I got to always hesitate there make sure I don't throw in the 20. Uh, Giovanni Smith obviously isn't going to lead the team in uh, time on ice, but uh, with the time he had, he ended up being fifth on the team in points per 60. Now, am I arguing that this means we have a high-producing winger on the team? Absolutely not. But what I am saying is that this is a cat who makes sure he takes advantage of whatever minutes he gets on the ice. Because we bring it up all the time and we say things like, uh, you know, we bring up the expected goals for, we bring up our Corsi uh, scores and we talk about even for just a game, if they tick up, what do we always say? We, we say at least they're moving in the right direction. So at this, you're going to sit back, look at Giovanni Smith's numbers, know that this guy could be an absolute 
wrecking ball. And of course, that could be with him throwing his body around the ice or the fisticuffs. With him bringing in a modicum amount of production with the amount of ice time he's given, or knowing that if he is given a better opportunity with some of the higher performing caliber players on the team, he'll take advantage of it. This is absolute gravy, and especially bringing up the fact that this is a $750,000 contract, uh, as opposed to any other contract we have on this roster, where this will be the absolute lowest cap hit that we're going to find on the roster this year. This is all thumbs up. This is all gravy. This is all good feelings. And of course, the absolute best part, we still get to look at Giovanni Smith wearing a Red Wings jersey because he absolutely would have landed somewhere else if the Red Wings did not lack up this contract. So overall, A-plus grade uh, was about the easiest bit of homework that Steve Eisman had all summer. Uh, but there is still one way that he could get a little bit of extra credit which brings us to my favorite, uh, I, I guess, yeah, my favorite segment every week. It's time to talk the Elias Pedersen Offer Sheet Watch. And the extra credit I am referring to would be using some of the projected cap spaces we have here Labeled now on your screen if you're watching on YouTube, the 15 million, a little smidgen above 15 million. It's actually 15 million, 2,777 available for the Red Wings to spend. Um, I, I throw this into the Elias Pettersson uh, conversation because, of course, uh, we had everyone and their mother telling us back on the uh, EP40 uh, offer sheet episode, which was uh, thank you very much for anybody that. Watch that. That was our highest viewed episode of the summer. Uh, probably had some Vancouver Canucks fans coming over that were a little angry. Telling us, um, you know, that we were all wrong about projected cap space for the Red Wings. We actually have more than what we projected uh, when all is said and done here. I do have to throw in the asterisk that Giovanni Smith's contract actually is included in this because of the way cap friendly has loaded up the depth chart. But any hoozles, uh, the Detroit Red Wings still have $15 million in cap space to play around with. I know what I would want to do with it, but I did head on over to Twitter and I asked everyone, uh, if you're not following us, by the way, find us at BOD Hockey. But I asked everyone who is following us what you would do with that remaining 15 million. So why don't we go ahead and take a peek at what everybody said? We, we threw up a poll on Twitter asking uh, what everybody would do with the remaining 15 million dollars in projected cap space. Again, according to Cap Friendly. And we uh, we said offers offer sheets some fools was an option. Weaponize the cap for picks. Trade for a core piece or sit pretty. That's right. Just kind of let the world come to you. Let let uh, any of the decision-making come your way. If somebody needs uh, some space, uh, let, let them give you a call kind of thing is kind of where I was sitting that. If somebody needed to make cap space, they needed to drop a player, um, none of it's going to happen by your own will. You're just going to sit there and say, I've got 15 million in cap. Somebody will come this way. Uh, winning out the vote, weaponizing the cap for picks. Uh, coming in second place is offer sheet some fools. And I uh, would take a gander or a, a guess that um, EP40 comes to mind. Uh, sit pretty was third place and fourth place with only 3.4% of the vote trading for a core piece. Um I, I, you know, that option is still out there. We had in our last episode discussed a couple of guys that we could bring over. Um, there's some guys that we talked about that we want to bring up in the, um, or, or bring over 
sign them in next year's off season. And uh, th- those would be the names that come to mind as an opportunity. Anybody who maybe has a year left and that uh, the team who currently owns their rights, maybe if they don't have a ton of confidence, we would have the cap space to bring over a core piece and maybe move some of our own draft picks to start to build out this core. I, you know, honestly, at this point, I know I'm, I'm doing the exact thing I always do, which is bring up what nobody else thinks we should do. And I try to make the argument for it. So 3.4% of the vote maybe could have been a little bit higher because that, that is a viable option. Uh, Eisenman proved in the past that he could bring over the core pieces uh, to a potential Stanley cup winning Tampa Bay lightning team. So maybe it's just not the time to do it and we'd rather just continue to use those picks to bring in guys that'll be more darts to throw at said dart board but eventually i, I guarantee it will happen uh just for the red wings fans right now not yet but uh, weaponizing the cap for picks is still where we're sitting uh at some point and i'm guessing maybe next year will be that point that this does not win out uh eventually we've got to take some Maybe uh, you want to say bigger risks because this th- there there's risk involved with doing the draft picks. But when you make the trade, you get a Mark Stahl and you get a draft pick for taking his salary. Nobody's going to look at that trade and be like, man, can't believe they screwed that one up. Of, of course, it's an easy move. It's just going to look like a bummer of a move uh, just from a, a scouting perspective when, it, you know, shouldn't say when, if the the draft picks don't turn out the way we want them to. And if a large majority of them don't turn out to be uh, NHL caliber players, then that's where where it starts to look ugly. But right now, you make that move as a GM, um, you know, those those are the easy things to do. I'm at the point now where I'm ready to take uh, some bigger risks. I'm ready to try and bring in some higher caliber talent that we can we can kind of check some of these names or boxes off. And that's where I sit at the offer sheet, some fools, uh, or at least attempt to do it. Because even if you do put an offer sheet out there, doesn't mean you're automatically giving up draft picks. I just want to see something like that because I, I think it shows that uh, hopefully, you know, we're a little bit closer than we think. Maybe it shows that they have some more confidence in some of the prospects we have on this team uh, than, than we might uh, even be giving credit for right now. And, uh, you know, it's something for me as a content creator. I have something more juicy to discuss. Support for this week's episode is brought to you by DraftKings. Week one may be over, and as we uh, heard, Matt took some hits, but the season's just getting started, so plenty of time for me to get that money back. How am I going to do it, DraftKings? Sportsbook. That's right, the official sports betting partner of the NFL. Uh, Kicking off week two, DraftKings is giving new customers $200 in free bets instantly when they bet $1 in any football game. That's right, just a dollar. Listen up, because you don't want to miss this. Head to DraftKings Sportsbook app now and place a bet of $1 on any week two game to receive $200 in free bets instantly. If Sportsbook is not yet available in your state, DraftKings still has huge cash prizes up for grabs all season long with their daily fantasy contest, DraftKings. Giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. So what you got to do, everybody here, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any football game. That's promo code THPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner in the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. 
Got another little bit of homework was taken care of by the Red Wings. Uh, today they announced that uh, the helmets changed. Uh, they now have Meyer on the side of the helmet losing uh, the UWM. Uh, honestly, from a uh, personal perspective, it's a lot easier to support uh, the sponsors of the Detroit Red Wings season when it says Meyer instead of it being uh, UWM, where the only thing you could really consider at that point is either buying a new house or refinancing to make sure that they're getting some of your money. Um, joking aside, this is that point, everybody. You, you really need to, to dig your heels in now if uh, you're still fighting back. Uh, I posted on Twitter the uh, the changeup. I fixed it, right? Uh, it's not Meyer. It's Myers. It's Myers. Come on. We're from Michigan. Fords, Myers. We know the drill. Uh, anywho, uh, I can't believe that I got pushback on this. And people said, no, here's the fix. And they posted an old picture of the Detroit Red Wings helmet. Look, everybody, this is what I mean when I say you're still digging your heels in. <laughs> this happens. This happened. It's not going away. They're making money from it. Also, not a big deal. Also, quick shout out, by the way, to these companies. I know nobody wants to do this right now. But how about the fact that Meyer has their own company branded colors and they're going with the all white so that it matches the Red Wings color scheme. And I'm going to go ahead and guess that the blue is not going to show up when they wear white helmets. And they're going to go ahead and do an all red Meyer logo. <sighs> it's really not that big of a deal. It's going to support the sport that you love. It's going to support the league that you spend so much time thinking about and discussing on Reddit and Twitter and what have you. It does certainly not meet the ideal situation where you just have a red jersey with the Red Wing logo on it and a nice red helmet. Not, It didn't happen. But, I mean, it, you know, it's just you're going to go into Little Caesars Arena to watch the game. You're going to buy a bunch of Red Wing stuff, and the Yelichs are going to get more rich. So we're already playing the game. I just let it go. It's, it happened. I'm sorry if this makes you angry that Meyer's going to be on the side of that Red Wings helmet. But, um... About five minutes into that first period will be the last time you think about it this season. I, I guarantee it. Or maybe you'll need one You'll need one game where they're wearing red helmets, another game where they're wearing white helmets, and both times you're going to go, oh, right, I forgot Myers on the side of the helmet. And that'll be the end of it. That'll be, You'll just stop thinking about it. Myers is not going to get any more, <laughs> I guess, money or thought besides those uh, two instances. And then uh, you'll be on your way to watch more Red Wings hockey. No biggie. Um, but yeah, I mean, guys, if you're still digging your heels in, um, I get it. It's just nothing's going to change. And certainly some people are probably sick of hearing uh, nothing's going to change, but it's, it's, it's not that bad. It's, the league makes more money. Uh, better things can happen for the league. It's, it's all gravy. It's the same reason we celebrated ESPN and TNT coming over. All right, we also promised uh, this would be our preseason preview. Just kind of get everybody in gear. Uh, before we jump into preseason games, we have our uh, prospect tournament and uh, training camp to go over. Just want to share everybody uh, some of the more important dates and uh, where you're actually going to have a little bit more fun with these uh, events occurring. Uh, but just to start, don't forget the prospect tournament roster was out there. Some of the notable names that you want to be keeping an eye on as this uh, tournament is rolling through. We are, we gave our, our top five a couple episodes ago, so you guys can go check that out. But of course, leading the way would be uh, Lucas Raymond. We we can't wait to see Sebastian Cosa. Uh, we're actually super excited to see Sabrango and New Power getting at it. 
Um, and then uh, John Jonathan Bergeron is if he's not at the top of your list. Um, I mean, this this is a cat that has really come out on uh, the SHL last season, leading his own team uh, in points, and of course in that age group uh, that he's in right now, just absolutely crushing it over in the SHL. Uh, so if you if you had to put you know your your star rating uh, for two Detroit Red Wings playing in the SHL last year, you'd say number one, clearly the Elite Prospects Player of the Year, more uh, more Sider. Number two, it's got to be Bergeron. Uh, but as we uh, jump into that tournament. Um, you know, there are, there's also the one guy I feel like I need to explain why he's left off my list is I feel like he's got a pretty solid shot at a roster spot. It's just going to be, you know, is, is he going to look incredibly dominant? Is it's going to be Joe Valeno. And I, I think the only part that scares me is if he doesn't look dominant and do we sit there and play the game of, well, it's just the prospect tournament. Or should we be worried? So maybe he should be on that list. But like I said, I, I've got a lot of confidence in him getting a roster spot this year anyway. So uh, still, Cat, you want to keep an eye on uh, from that list. But how are you going to keep an eye on all these guys? Well, we've got the schedule right here. We'll be sharing this on uh, social media in a little bit. Uh, but it all starts, if you're listening to the podcast on the day of release, it all starts tonight, Thursday, September 16th. Uh, three o'clock, you can watch the Columbus Blue Jackets and the Toronto Maple Leafs. Sure, why not? Uh, but it's seven o'clock. DetroitRedWings.com is where you can find it. They also share all of the episodes on YouTube afterwards. But it's going to be the Red Wings and the Dallas Stars at seven o'clock. Uh, as you move into Saturday, you're going to have the St. Louis Blues going up against the Red Wings at seven o'clock. And again, that's Saturday, September 18th. And um, Sunday, Again, uh, Blue Jackets, Red Wings, that'll be 6 o'clock. And then uh, that'll be it for uh, for Detroit, at least according to the schedule here. Um, I'm not sure if any of this is subject to change or not, but if you guys want to keep an eye on this, this is uh, coming from uh, centerice.org, and uh, you guys can keep an eye on the schedule yourselves. But like you, like I said, I'll be sharing this at BOD Hockey and uh, brothers underscore of underscore discussion on Instagram. Uh, for anybody who's interested, but uh, we'll recap it one more time. We're playing uh, Thursday, and then uh, Sat- Thursday and Saturday will be at seven o'clock, and then Sunday will be at six o'clock. And those can all be found at uh, DetroitRedWings.com. And then before we get into uh, our preseason games, the Red Wings will be running their training camp up in uh, Traverse City, uh, and this will start on September twenty third. Continue. Daily through uh, Tuesday, September 28th. Um, we're going to have Red Wings players, prospects, tryouts will be divided into teams, practice, and scrimmage throughout camp, including the annual red and white game on Sunday, September 26th. Following the red and white game, the team will remain in Traverse City and hold practices on Monday, September 27th, and Tuesday, September 28th. Prior to breaking camp for Detroit to begin their preseason schedule. Now, for anybody interested, go to centerice.org slash DRW tickets. And uh, you can find tickets for the NHL Prospect Tournament, again, running from uh, September 16th to the 20th. You've got your training camp practices going from uh, the 23rd up until uh, the 25th. And they're selling uh, a separate day, the red and white game on Sunday, September 26th. And then uh, more training camp practices, 27th and 28th. And then uh, we'll be running into some preseason games, which I could not be more excited to start going over and talking about what this roster is going to look like, uh, talk about as, a, you know, what, what's a changing to day to day. 
but all of this uh, fun stuff, uh, you want to head on over to DetroitRedWings.com and uh, they'll, they'll have all those spaces for you to make sure you don't miss a thing. Um, and if you guys want to make sure too that uh, you're following along with at BOD Hockey because, uh, on Twitter because we're going to make sure we're watching all this stuff and uh, consuming as much as possible, giving you our thoughts and uh, hopefully uh, sharing some more lighthearted aspects of uh, Detroit Red Wings hockey as we continue to build a core for this team. Hopefully we'll, we'll see a couple of pieces start to uh, be put in place this year. All right, now final thoughts before we wrap up. Um, two schools of thought here. One, got some young kids we're all excited to see, and we want to make sure that they, they look they look pretty good because the level of competition here isn't super high. So, you know, what, what my head says going in is expecting to see uh, the Lucas Raymond that, uh, that we drafted kind of thing. I, I want to see that puck moving. I want to see him looking silky smooth. I want to see some passes getting set up. I want to see some power plays where he just looks dominant. Uh, but the, the second school of thought here is that these kids are all still growing. They're still young. Uh, they're changing not only, uh, you know, the continent that they're playing in, they're, they're changing the style of the game and, of course, the size of the game. So, so many things are changing with uh, these moves with the likes of a Lucas Raymond coming over here that, um, you know, you, you really got to pull back on, on your expectations. I, th- I think we're, we're definitely closer, uh, you know, once uh, training camp gets rolling here, we're definitely closer with Moritz Sider. I think with how dominant he was in the SHL, I think we can – probably say we want to see something better than having the thought, well, he's still young. I think uh, if we're looking at him and saying that a defenseman is going to play so well that he's going to challenge uh, for the Calder Trophy this upcoming year, that would still be within a reasonable expectation, I feel like. Not going too far into craziness, uh, but also not a performance where we're like, uh-oh. Um, so, uh, with that, I, you know, we've got so many more conversations to have and once the games start rolling, we'll have even more. And if you guys want to continue to have the conversations with us, find us at BOD hockey on Twitter at brothers underscore of underscore discussion on Instagram. And, uh, Hey, we'll just, uh, keep on rolling here. Thanks to everybody for tuning in. If you do have a second, please subscribe to the channel. If you're listening to the podcast now, we would love, uh, for you to subscribe, rate and review. Uh, it helps the most on Apple podcasts, those five-star reviews help other people find us when they search Red Wings. They don't have to type in the whole podcast. They just search Red Wings. Boom. There's your favorite podcast popping up. You guys have a minute. Please, please, please uh, do that for us. And uh, for everybody else um, who's been sticking along for the ride, we appreciate it. And uh, we will see you guys on Sunday. Thank you.